Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar Service Marketing Podcast. Got to catch myself. Um, it is a beautiful Sunday, December 17th, filming this, and we are... Uh, <coughs> excuse me, heading into the holiday season uh, about a week away, and we're going to be uh, at the Christmas holiday. For those of you that celebrate that, there's going to be a, uh, uh, I, I think we're in the middle of Hanukkah as well right now, so all kinds of things going on. Um, but uh, yeah, no, everything's good. We've been uh, busy here. Hopefully you're busy. Um, holiday dinners, got to figure out if we're going to have a Christmas party for uh we probably will. We'll do something. Maybe get some food and just just cater something. But uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a good year. There's a reason to celebrate. It's not just the holidays, but it's the end of the year as well. Pretty excited about it. Um, but meanwhile, um, let's get after it. So if you're if you're a first time or a long time, you'll know that we basically talk about how to improve on your business with marketing. Marketing, I always say, is the rocket fuel to help our businesses grow. And uh, it's pretty amazing with good marketing what, how much more money you can make without uh, doing more work and uh, sometimes less work, more money, which is, that's kind of a formula I like. Um, not that I'm against working, but I, I'm pro working smart. So um, I don't know. So we'll, we'll talk more about it, but uh, hopefully this year you've been able to, to grow your business and apply strong marketing principles to save time and leverage yourself. Because unless you love doing, you know, wasteful tasks or whatever, um, that's not actually being smart. Sometimes working smart's a good way to to uh, to just make more money. And like I said, and to work less hard for it. So, anywho, so without further ado and chatter, let's get after it. Um, Let's see. So this week, uh, basically at our business, we had a lot of we had a lot of bigger type of damage, which was nice. Side swipes, uh, bumper repairs, etc. Had a student, a uh, local gentleman, Jose, from Orange County here, came in for his six day training. Um, did really well. He's a detailer, and he was seeing his tip extremely well right out of the gate, which is nice. Um, so I don't know. It's always easy when you when you train somebody who's just got natural ability. And uh, that was pretty cool. So, so yeah, Jose is gonna he's gonna be a good PDR tech. All he's gotta do is just keep putting down the the hours, and everything will work fine. Um, we also had quite a few tips. I think it's the holiday season; people feel uh, inclined to help out. So, so yeah, so we uh, got quite a few tips on a lot of our jobs, which is always nice. Um, we're experiencing some really nice weather right now in SoCal been like mid 70s daytime which is pretty warm for December and uh, 50 degree nights which is still kind of warm for for December January kind of period but uh, now nah, it's been nice we're making good money and the weather's been good so so yeah it's all been good man I'm just just pretty pretty thankful for it um, but uh, anyway regardless of that let's um let's get after it so uh, so I, I tend to try to kind of, I don't know, kind of lurk on the Paul Corden 
PDR pricing page. I don't know if any of you guys that listen, check it out. I strongly, strongly recommend that you do. Um, it, it's, it's good for you and it's also good for the industry. Um, if we all have our, our, our ducks in a row and we demonstrate uh, what, we, what we charge and why we charge it, and that really goes for any kind of business, not just auto body or dent repair. It could be plumbing or whatever. If you tell people, hey, this is why this service is going to cost two seventy five, dollars you know, they're more apt to, to understand it. You know, this is what we do, blah, blah, blah. But what if, what if you don't? You know, that's not good. Then a lot of times people will just think, well, you're just, how do you come up with that price? You know, and maybe somebody else isn't going to charge so much and do the same kind of work, if not better. You know, unless you justify and say, hey, this is why this costs this much. So point being, uh, Paul had a post on the on the, the Facebook page that was, I think it was roughly about 1800 bucks. And seemingly, if you're an accomplished tech, it looked like pretty simple damage to repair. Um, and they had, you know, most of the factors were posted in there. Um, he's been talking about doing a video and kind of breaking down why why you know what the factors are and how the the price is derived which i think is a great idea by the way i don't know if that was him or one of the 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 lurkers or uh i don't know members of, of the group if you will but um he was getting a lot of hate from a lot of other techs or auto body guys you know oh my god how do you charge that much blah 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 blah, blah. and it's like it's still that that old caveman mindset that you're not going to see that when you go to a body shop. It's just like people still don't respect our industry enough to see the benef- the huge benefits and the skills that, that are required to perform it, you know, and be part of the, uh, of, the, of the industry. And it's just nuts because, I mean, the, the amount of special skills and practice, it, it's, it's more than just about any auto body um, technique or skill that you could think of, yet those industries, because they're, I, I would assume, because they're more established and long-standing, and maybe more corporate-minded, that the it's just it's insane that that um, that these guys would actually question Paul for for pricing what he can because that same car roll that over a body shop, it's going to get a a worse result if you will, kind of repair. They're not going to get the benefit. And it might charge, they might charge the same money. So why would you get something that's not as valuable and pay more money for it or the same? You, you shouldn't, right? That's like, why would I go to, you know, Morton's and, and I've got a $100 steak and I, I go to McDonald's and it's $200 for a McDonald's burger. It's like, come on, what does that mean? That's just stupid, right? So... I don't know. I just, like I said, I don't understand what the thinking is, how these guys are, are, are complaining about it. If anything, they should be congratulating and trying to learn. And Paul does uh, run classes or training for that um, because a lot of people, it's not just understanding the system, but it's almost like a mindset. They need to get their, their mind straight. You know, it's just, I don't know. I'm just kind of shocked. But uh, nonetheless, I, I recommend you go check it out. And see the the dialogue, and you can kind of get an idea. But it, what what it comes down to is, guys, when you get a a client, you have to have a system. You systematize your your uh, your pricing. You know, you justify, you know, what you're going to do, and why you're going to charge for what you're going to charge. I'll give you an example. We've got this uh, 
we got this Porsche uh, Cayenne that was here. And the Cayenne <laughs> um, hood dent, probably about two inches, not even that, maybe an inch. Aluminum hood, under a brace, in a body line, and somewhat deep. I mean, it got hit pretty hard. The base dent was basically about 175 bucks for the size. But then there's more to dents than just size for anybody that is in our industry. And by the time you factor it out, it just at a base level, it was it was 475. Now, could we have could we have I don't know requested more? Could we have factored it out even higher? Of course we could have. Absolutely, it could have probably been around six or seven hundred bucks. But the money that I wanted to charge and what you know we had some time, I thought you know what if I don't push it too hard, there's a good chance this customer is gonna is gonna bite on it, and they did, they did. So. It uh, it just goes to show you that yeah, some people would have done that dent for 175 bucks. They just would have looked at the size of the, um, of the damage and not factored in any other things like the type of metal or how you get to it or whatever else. And there was more. There was more factors, detrimming, maybe taking the hood off, you know, all kinds of things. I mean, we easily could have had that repair if we wanted to, six or seven hundred bucks, you know. So moving on. So right now, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about advertising. Um, I want to talk about how to generate customers and leads. Um, we, I've gone over this years ago, and I, I kind of want to kind of gloss, do a little hit and run on this. Um, people talk about Facebook advertising. And Facebook's good for products, I believe, and some services. But it's, Facebook is, is not intent-based uh, searches. When people are on Facebook, they... They are on Facebook basically just kind of just, you know, shooting the shit and wasting time, you know, if you don't mind me saying, for those of you that love Facebook. Um, and there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. People tie into their families. They communicate. They message. They might be looking for products on the marketplace. I mean, there's, there's a lot of constructive stuff on Facebook. Um, but most of the time, people aren't going to Facebook to find a service like a plumber or, or a roofer or home remodel. They might ask in a group, hey, who would you guys recommend? You see more of that, but there's there's not really search intent based searches, if you will. So if you're going to advertise on Facebook, it's one thing if you have products and you're just trying to snare somebody with a, with a cool product. But if you're trying to have a service and you're trying to kind of align with the old yellow pages kind of thing, you know, where people are actually looking for something, Facebook's not going to be your best bet. And the reason is... Like I said, you'll have to advertise so much. It's more like brand building. So can you make money with our services or other services on Facebook? Sure. Is it the smartest way to spend time um, and try to get clients? I, I would say no. No, because of the intent, right? You want to go with the, you know, the low-hanging fruit, if you will, where people are actually looking for that plumber. They're looking for that roof or whatever. So where is their high intent? Well, that's basically search, you know? Google. Um, Google basically is it, you know, and there's different ways on cert on Google to find people. It doesn't have to be just the Google search page. It could be maps. It could be YouTube, some of their other, other products, but people basically that that's, they own it right now. And until maybe, maybe, uh, AI changes things, uh, with chat GPT and, and maybe Bing's going to start to grow now, or, you know, with Microsoft or whatever else, you know, for now, it's you've pretty much got got what you got. You know you gotta you gotta play play with the piper. So that being said, 
if you're going to get into advertising, okay, basic advertising, advertising 101, okay, first thing you got to do is you got to have awareness. Okay, people have to be aware of you. They got to find you. If they can't find you, guess what? They ain't going to know about you and they're going to go to somebody else who they can find. So you have to you have to play the game, in other words. You have to be found on Google. Number two, they, they need to trust you. So you need to put systems and processes together that allows people to learn how to trust you. And that could be, that could be content, that could be your, your, your website, it could be all touch points effectively that, that are going to demonstrate your professionalism and your reputation and, and to gain trust. Um, they're going to evaluate you. And you're going to evaluate them. And is this a fit? You know, should we date or not? You know, you're the right kind of gal for me or whatever. I mean, it's, you know, and it's an evaluation process, you know, and, and we've talked about avatars. If you're a business, you need to have a client avatar where this is kind of who I want. And this is kind of who I don't. You know, I'll give you an example in our auto body type business. If you, if somebody comes there and says, yeah, I've got an old car and I'm looking to do a bunch of really kind of big work. Most of the time, people aren't going to want to spend that kind of money. You know, we had a lady with a Mitsubishi come in last, late last week. And most Mitsubishi com- customers are not w- inclined to spend a lot of money. Like I'd also made a post or a, a response on Paul Corden's page. I said, we've noticed that most Volkswagen people, you know, Volkswagen Tiguans and ID4 and stuff, they generally will not want to spend a lot of money. You know, for whatever reason, it could be the type of people that buy those cars or just the va- the perceptive value of, of a Volkswagen. I don't know. But most people, you're going to have a, a challenging time to get them to spend money, big money, on a VW, at least if you're out here in SoCal. And for whatever reason, I wish I could tell you why. So um, so you got to have the right avatar. Um, let, let's talk about examples of ads that are targeting the wrong avatar if you're trying to go after people who have money. If you mention low price guaranteed, what are you doing? People, of course, are going to be thinking, okay, I don't have a lot of money, but maybe this is my guy because I want to get something really good, but I want to, I, I want to, I'm cheap. I don't want to spend a lot of money. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. There are certain people in certain areas that, in, in services, that it makes sense. Maybe you're going to do high volume, you know. But that being said, um, Another example of ad, you, you say that you low, low price guarantee, you match, price match, you know? I mean, price matching, what are you, what are you telling people? Hey, I'm guaranteeing you that I'm going to beat everybody else. I, I'm, I'm the whore of the industry, whatever it is, you know? Or how about we service everyone, all, all people welcome? Well, I'm, you know, discriminating in a lot of time, part of our society is not a great idea, but when it comes to businesses, it is. You have to discriminate. Otherwise, you're going to be wasting a lot of time, you know? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Not everybody's got enough money or time or interest to choose your service. So why should you waste your time trying to communicate to those people, you know? How about some examples, some, some ads that are towards the proper avatar? What if you stress quality? Best quality here, blah, blah, blah. You stress time. Hey, you know, our, our repairs are fast. They're, they're high quality and they're fast, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that makes sense. That's something that people who have money generally will value, quality and time. And what if you stress your reputation? You know, in business for 20 years or, you know, this and that and the other, you know, 4.5 stars or whatever, that kind of thing. Those, those, now you're starting to talk to the people who care about quality and have a budget and are going to willing to spend that money, right? So, now, one other thing besides Google that I really recommend you guys check out is Yelp. <clears throat> Yelp 
for whatever reason, and I think I've got a pretty good idea. I, the company itself, I hate. I hate. If you if you've had any experience with Yelp, you'll know the Yelp is ass. They're basically the mafia. They're the mob. The way that they run that business, it, it's borderline legal or illegal. I think a lot of things that they do, but nonetheless, it's a chosen service for a lot of people that that are looking to find services where they can vet them and research them and they want quality. They're willing to spend that extra buck to get something that, that is of value and, and, and reputation. So I do recommend that, that if you're looking for customers who, who want to spend extra money and want the, the proper services at a high level, check out Yelp. You know, I, you're going to have to spend some money you know, doing organic with them is probably not going to yield a whole lot of fruit. You're going to have to pay to play. That's the way Yelp sets it up. And that's just the beginning of the whole mob thing. But, you know, but this is pretty much similar with Google. I mean, you can do SEO and, and organically rank. But if you really want to scale and get rocking, you're going to have to throw some money at the machine. It's just the way it goes. Um, what do you do with Yelp? You create an account, set up your profile. It's super important. Think about it. People are going to be... Once they become aware of you, they're going to research you. And if you don't have your profile built out, same thing with Google or and or on your website. Pics, videos, testimonials, reviews, you know, showcasing you, showcasing people's reactions to the service you provide, that is gold. You know, before and afters, those are important. People want to see. But everybody knows that everybody's going to put up good pictures of, of good work. So unless you're trying to kind of peacock your own feathers, Maybe it's a better idea to just post up mostly reviews, pictures of you doing the repairs or doing your service, whatever it might be, and then reactions from the customers. That's what moves the needle. Take it from me. 31 years and counting, and I used to think it was all about the repair, and then I realized that it's, it's reactions. It's the feels. It's emotions. Emotions are what make, make people make them move. I mean, they try to use their you know, what do you call it, our, our gator brain or our reptilian brain. But, you know, we rationalize some stuff, but a lot of it's just emotion-based, guys. So think about that and try to appeal towards emotions, and then you'll win the battle. So that being said, so Yelp and Google and Facebook, eh, maybe not so much. Instagram, for example, is also similar to Facebook. It's social media. It doesn't mean you can, I mean, there's guys that are probably making livings off of, you know, off of Facebook and Instagram. And it doesn't mean you can't, but the amount of work and the amount of effort and time that you have to scale to, to drive a, a lot of quality uh, leads and customers is gonna be extensive. Whereas if you chose the other route that I'm suggesting, like Google and Yelp, you're gonna get a lot, you're gonna get a lot of attention and a lot of customers, you just will. And they're gonna be willing to spend some money. What's one other example of, of a, of a site on the internet where you could get customers, but they'd be cheap. Can you think of it? I'm thinking of one right now. And we used to we used to target this this site, and we would get phone calls. But the problem is those phone calls. And if you want quick, cheap customers, I bet you it still works. I just haven't done it for years. And that that's Craigslist. Craigslist posts up services. A lot of people don't know how to market, or who are unscrupulous use Craigslist. And a lot of people who are cheap. Go to Craigslist looking for the cheapest. So it's it's kind of a recipe for shit. So keep that in mind. If you're if you're looking to find customers and you, you don't mind them being cheap, Craigslist, your phone will ring. The question is, is it going to ring with cash 
or is it just going to ring with a waste of time? That's for you to kind of consider. So, anywho, that's it, guys. Going to wrap up here. I appreciate it. We didn't have any music today. The music's being used by some of the other boys on the other side of the shop, so I didn't want to interrupt them. But uh, we'll, we'll do one more podcast before the holiday. But I appreciate you. Love you guys, man. Thanks for, for listening. Um, we're going to get some interviews, I promise, coming up. It's just been a little hectic this part of the year. We're getting ready for the holidays, like I said. And, and it, you know, thankfully, we've been very busy. So, so yeah, I'm just really, uh, really thankful for that. So, anyway, with, more, with no more ado, I'm out. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next on the SAI Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.